0: listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun, and every Wednesday I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. It's a big week for the part of The Strip where New York, New York, T-Mobile Arena, and Park MGM converge because Not only has the NHL season begun with the Vegas Golden Knights home opener at T-Mobile this week, Lady Gaga is back at last, performing at Park Theater for the first time in a long time on Thursday, October 14th. Gaga has shows running through Halloween, and these are her jazz and piano shows, the more minimal and stripped-down portion of her popular Vegas residency. We'll have to wait and see if she brings the big, bold Enigma spectacular back to the strip at a later date. But it's a huge comeback for Gaga and for MGM Resorts and for Park MGM. Uh, There are only a few headlining residencies that haven't returned to the Strip at this point, and most of those will be back in the coming months, like Gwen Stefani and Shania Twain at Zappos Theater, and very soon, the delayed opening of Sting at the Coliseum. Amy Schumer, who just popped up for a second on last weekend's episode of Saturday Night Live, will return to the Vegas stage at the Mirage on November 4th. That was just one of the big show announcements this week. There was also the Red Hot Chili Peppers Stadium Tour coming to Allegiant Stadium in August 2022, and Styx with Nancy Wilson of Heart performing five shows at the Venetian in January and February. The best way to stay on top of all the new concerts coming to town and when their tickets go on sale obviously is my Curtain Up column, which runs every Thursday at lasvegassun.com. If you like your music and your comedy mixed into one show, you're going to love my interview this week with one of my favorite Vegas performers, Sarah Hester Ross. She's a regular at the iconic bar at Times Square in New York, New York, and she returned to that gig a while back. But over the pandemic, this talented singer and musician turned to social media, specifically TikTok to put some new and different content out there, and that endeavor has really paid off for her. Her comedy music videos have gone viral several times over, and she has millions of followers on that platform. And Sarah recently expanded her comedy footprint in a new way with a Thursday night residency of sorts at downtown's Notoriety Live Theater inside the Neonopolis Complex on East Fremont Street. She's back there this Thursday and every Thursday through November 18th, and it's an awesome show of all original songs and jokes. Lots of folks in the local entertainment biz are showing up for this one and talking about it. It is something special. So make your plans to get downtown and see her do her thing and enjoy my conversation right now with Sarah Hester Ross. First of all, happy birthday.
1: Thank you, bro That's the most
0: important thing. Happy birthday. I'm, I'm looking at you on this Zoom. You've got a keyboard right in front of you. I feel like you should play and I'll sing you happy birthday. I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. We can't do that.
1: Well, well, it's because you don't have the rights to birthday. Is that why? uh... Yeah, I don't want to get sued. But my favorite actually is I think the new happy birthday song should be um <laughs> I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. I'm still alive. That's uh that's I think personally that's the,
0: good, the new birthday song. song should be. That's a good song for every day right now. That's
1: will, I good. mean right. <laughs> it would actually that's going to be my next uh viral video, I believe it. I'm going to post it today and see how it goes.
0: <laughs> today is October 7th that we are recording this interview. This is your actual birthday. And you have, it's Thursday, which means that you have a show tonight
1: at Nova. I know. It's just a happy accident that it landed on my birthday. So I get to celebrate by doing what I absolutely love and adore to do, which is perform,
0: which is yes, please. <laughs> How did this notoriety thing come together? Because you started out and you were just doing a month uh, recently, got extended. You're going to be there every Thursday night through the end of November, I think. Uh, November
1: 18th is my last show. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Midway through November. Uh, Mm -hmm. How did this all come together? And what's it been like to uh, play in this room that's like really building a reputation in Vegas?
1: Yes. Uh, Well, it's, it's one of the uh, only rooms outside of casinos that is really like partnering with the shows, which is something that I really love. Um, Like financially, it's been helpful because I'm, I'm footing the bill. I don't have a producer. I'm producing it all myself. And, um, uh, which is good and bad. I have the power, you know, I, I answer to no one and it's awesome, but also it would be nice to have like people maybe one day, but, um, but yeah, so I, I, notoriety and I have been, uh, talking about doing something for a really long time. And when I went back to work at New York, New York, when the strip opened up again, I had a bunch of people from TikTok showing up to the dueling piano show because they knew me from TikTok and they knew like Florida Man Friday, they knew my comedy bits, and um which was so lovely. And I still invite people to come to those shows. But unfortunately, those are like not my shows. Like I have partners and it's a it's an all request top 40 kind of show. And I do a little comedy here and there, but it's mostly covers. And um so I had this idea to put a show together as an experiment to see if I could get people to come to that instead. And, um, it's always a hard process getting people f- out from behind the computers in person. You know, it's, I, I, real famous people have trouble doing that. You know what I mean? Right. And so, um, I wasn't expecting it to be so successful, but I've had great turnouts and, um, people have been extremely supportive. So, That's why when I sat down at in mid September with notoriety, I was like, Hey, what would you guys feel about me extending into November? And they were like, yeah, let's do it. So it's been a a really cool process learning because, um, I have produced other shows before, but not as like me, Mm -hmm. it's all me and no one else. And, uh, And also I've never produced a show this long before for this long period of time. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's been a learning process and I am really happy that I did it. And, uh, now from, if you've seen the show already in September, we're changing it. Like I'm adding new bits to it. I'm adding guests. I'm adding a lot of things. So if you've seen it before, come back because it'll be different. Um, which is also really exciting, but hopefully, uh, I'm using this time to hone in and perfect the show because eventually I want to take it on tour.
0: We did, uh, an interview like this last year. You were, you had already, uh, established a good TikTok foundation and you were building a really strong following there, which is now through the roof. I know, but you were also last year, really kind of taking a big step into more of the comedy side of things, uh, in the, in the material that you're producing and performing. So, so this show notoriety is, is really an extension of that, right? You've got a lot. It is.
1: Yeah. So the show is completely all original music and comedy. Um, I do, I do do a little, uh, uh, I like to call them normal songs they're not comedy it's but most of it is comedy is a comedy show
0: but yeah. all these all these poor musicians out here who are just writing normal songs all this time
1: i know they what are they doing the mark <laughs> oh those normal songwriters
0: uh, lazy lazy musicians <laughs> you mentioned going back to work at new york new york you're you're playing in mm-hmm. uh bar at Times Square when you're not doing the notoriety thing. Um, What's it been like to return to that gig as, uh, you know, especially over this past summer when crowds were just absolutely flocking to Vegas? Was it like right back? Like it used to be, was it weird in any way? It wasn't weird in lots of ways.
1: (laughs) It was weird. And, uh, I mean, and like I mentioned, I do some comedy in the piano bar, uh, because it's just who I am. And so you can't, you can't keep, keep me down. Um, but, uh, which is fun. I get to play with the whole like pandemic, uh, comedy side of it. Like when people are coming up to me and like, you know, they're drunk and they're spitting in my face and like, baby there's still a pandemic get out of my face you know and so and like people appreciate that because it's the elephant in the room it really is and uh the strip is open and i'm so glad that it has and casinos are taking precautions and we're encouraging people to wear masks uh um uh when they're not drinking and and so uh and when people drink their inhibitions go down and they forget they're not being jerk about it they just you know it is what it is and so that has helped with some of the comedy so yes to answer your question it was weird but it is getting some normalcy um and uh it's fun I love my job at the bar at times square I love doing pianos um it it op- when we opened back up it was like a sea of people and now it's kind of calmed down until because, you know, in Vegas, summer is kind of slow for us. And now it's picking back up because the border, like Canada has opened up, uh, I, I, England and those borders are opening up. I can't wait till Australia opens up because we love the Aussies and the piano bar. Mm-hmm. We love them. So, I mean, it's slowly but surely, but um, it was weird, but now it's pretty you know mundane and you know it's still fun it's i mean but uh people are relaxing into it i
0: think it's yeah. so one of the things i love most that you do on tiktok and social media is you really you're interacting with people you're not just posting videos and music and and funny funny short little things uh there's people that are jumping on there and you know using your audio on tiktok to make videos mm-hmm. and you're duetting with them and and
1: Oh, that's kind my favorite. That thing. I love when people use my audios. I just love it. It's one of my favorite things about TikTok is that you can take somebody else's and, and make them. And Some people, some of these people, and I mean, I know I'm a professional comedian and stuff. And so I like, I have a, a responsibility to be funny. But some of these people who are like, just, you know, average people, like nurses and teachers and doctors, they are so funny. They are so creative. And I love that about TikTok. It really gives people a platform to just, you know, be silly and really creative. Like when in their, maybe in their normal jobs or their normal lives, they don't have that opportunity. It's such a, a beautiful thing for creation and comedy. So
0: yeah, TikTok gets a, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of negativity, I think, around it. And, you know, it is social media. So I suppose it is. Sure. Evil at its base, but
1: <laughs> oh no, it's it's still evil. Don't let me. It's still the devil, but it's it's like a it's like a sight like a tiny devil, like on your shoulder, like you can right. flick it away whenever you don't want it. You right. know, it's not like <laughs>
0: it's... right. But it really is fascinating the effect that TikTok has on music in general and just sounds because there's so many instances of like you know people using uh, an actual recording from a, from a mainstream artist, you know, gets Mm -hmm. kind of tweaked, tweaked and twisted into these other things. And then people know this noise, this sound from these videos and not from the original and it all gets lost and shuffled, which is kind of cool and kind of scary. You definitely have to be on TikTok if you're doing anything in music these days.
1: Oh yeah. And I mean, you, you can tell that the music industry is like trying to catch up a little bit with, uh, the success of music on TikTok, I get, uh, emails all the time of like, uh, companies being like, Hey, we'll use this sound. We will, will use this sound and we'll pay you and blah, blah, blah. And so they're getting smart. Unfortunately I am, you know, they don't, they're not looking into me as a person. Cause then they would know I only use my own sounds and which is fine. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it, it's a scary thing because as an artist, you want to make sure that you're putting things out and your name stays on it and people will come back to you for it. So doing that in a way that's smart, but also gets your stuff out there, like taking a hit every once in a while, like on a like cuts and stuff. It, yeah, it gets. I'm sure it gets messy. Obviously, I'm not at that level because I don't have people. You know, I do it all myself, so I can kind of rein it in when and if I need to. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty wild what TikTok has done for the music industry and I what it's going to do. I feel like it's changing it a lot too, as well.
0: Yeah. And it's had a big impact for you, obviously. What's your, uh, I don't know where you're following is at now, but I'm sure it's far beyond any place you thought it would be
1: before. Yeah, I'm at 1.7 million right now. Um, I did hit 77.7 thousand 7, on Instagram yesterday, which was pretty cool because it's my birthday and it's on the 7th. And I'm like, yay cute. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm doing very well. And my Spotify numbers are really high and it's because of TikTok. Um, my single nobody to love, I think just hit 20,000 streams, uh, last week. And it's, I mean, it's doing really well. My cover of Savage Daughter is like beyond, I think 2 million streams. I it's at, uh and i and it's all because of tiktok um it started there and then obviously i moved it to those platforms and people followed which was unreal and amazing my boyfriend get like makes fun of me a little bit not makes fun of me but he like gets frustrated because he's a professional musician he's been a uh, singer in rock bands for years and they have record labels and they have record deals and stuff like that and I did it all myself and I put it out and I am making significant amount of streams and money off these streams and he's like this is such crap I have (laughs) gone through record deals and I can't get the attention and I'm like TikTok baby get on it (laughs) so
0: It's really a, it's really a different ball game though. You know, it, it, uh, to me as a writer, someone who's spent a career writing words, uh, typing as I like to describe it. Yeah. uh, It's like me doing this, going into podcasting or going into creating video content or something like that. You can't just flip a switch and be good at it, even though it's still, it's still music. Uh, Yeah. The way that you create, it has to change completely if you're going to find success on these various platforms, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been, and, and granted, I had the opportunity because of the pandemic, uh, I like to call it my life gave me lemons. So I made a drink, uh, and I had the time to do it. I don't think that I would have been able to gain this success, uh, that I have on social media without, the downtime that i had from the strip closing so it was a really a good and a bad thing for me you know because i was you know out of cash uh, eventually but um but yeah i was it, it was a, it's a strange time for music and like you said you either adapt or bye you know <laughs> so
0: well, you're in a good position right now with all that stuff. And you're obviously really busy with uh, actual live performances as well. Yeah. What What's uh, what's coming up next for you? Like you said, you're you're hoping to develop this show into something that you could take on the road beyond Las Vegas at some point in the future. What does that kind yeah. of look like? And, and what else are you working on?
1: Well, I haven't set up uh, any details on a tour yet, but I am working with a director, uh, Sarah Lowe. She's actually the director of my music video too. Uh, Don't Be a Ball Suck on YouTube now. Go check it out. Um, but she is coming in and, and kind of like honing in the show because eventually I would like to take it on tour. Um, do East coast primarily because I, I have such a large following in Florida because of Florida man Friday, um, you know, focusing on, on that, but no details as of yet, but they're coming for sure.
0: That's it for this week. Thanks again for listening. Special thanks to Sarah Hester Ross. You can see her at the bar Times square and New York, New York on the strip. You can see her Thursday nights at notoriety live downtown And you can find all her information and her social media channels at SarahHesterRoss.com. If you want to find past episodes of this show, go to LasVegasSun.com slash podcasts. See you next week. Take care.